Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments about Donald Trump, North Carolina bathrooms, Ted Cruz, congressional obstructionism, the Flint water crisis, super PACs. Oh, enough of that crap. Get out of here. Who wants to be depressed with that stuff? When we have May the 4th. Now, by the time you're listening to this, it may not be uh, May the 4th, but we're celebrating it here today, right? Right. May the 4th be with you. And also with you. And also with you. It feels like one of those made-up holidays, to be honest with you. (laughs) You know, Like May 4th doesn't exist. (laughs) Like Christmas and Halloween. But it's it's a sliding scale. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. It's a Hallmark holiday. That's what it is anymore. (laughs) It's It's a sliding scale, though, because this one, at least May the 4th, sounds like a thing. But someone tried to make Alien Day uh, 426. LV426, which is the ship. That in is the plane? tough. Come on. Wow. Come on. What, like that every day gets April its own 26th? holiday? You got May the 4th, <laughs> then they're going to come up with Cinco de Mayo or something. Oh, yeah, this weekend <laughs> we're having Gube <laughs> de Mayo. Actually, they've yeah. already come up with Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> this is a thing. <laughs> but nobody's that interested in it. Yeah. Adam, no doubt you celebrate more than the rest of us. I do, I do. This is, a, this is a high holiday. I got all excited. I stopped by the comic book store earlier here, and I'm like, I'm buying gifts for everybody. It's May oh. the 4th. Not only is it May the 4th, but I actually got paid to watch Star Wars today for a job Yay! I have. <laughs> I watched uh, the original trilogy. So, Karen, uh, there's, yes? co- there's, there's, a, uh, there's a Princess Leia comic for you. Oh, oh that's cool. Uh, she had her own run? or Paul, we're going to go uh, sure. Darth Vader for you. Thank you. Okay. These, these, Thank they, you. They, these Star Wars comics now. They, each of these characters have... Here you go, Chris. Come on. For me? You're getting the C-3PO. This is the story of how you got the red arm. That's, that's some prime stuff right there. <laughs> and Bart, I couldn't help but get you Lando. Oh, sweet. <laughs> he has his own comic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's so dreamy. We, don't, we shouldn't remove these from the no. wrapper? Remove those from the wrapper, oh, okay. roll them up, put them in your back pocket, and sit back down. That's how comics are supposed to be treated. Uh, What's Lando doing on the cover there? Because it looks like it's just about uh, right. He's it's gambling. Sipping, he's sipping a Cavassier, smoking a joint, and gambling. He actually looks like the gambler there. He sort of looks a little bit like Kenny Rogers. a black Kenny Rogers. I love yeah. it. Full on Lando. I love that. I, what, what, what there's suit creepy is... hands in there, too. I think he's got a full house flush straight. In the Star Wars world, but what are those hope, cards? Hope your whole life that Darth Vader would get his own comic book. Like Notice it? these aren't signed by anyone, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get it signed by C three PO and Darth Vader. Yeah. I should mention yeah. the uh, fifth voice you're hearing here at the table is Chris Witoski. Chris Witoski, hey. hey. give him a, a thank full you. intro. Later. <laughs> thank you for joining hey, us. Thank you for having me, yeah. and thank you for the comic. Thank That's you very nice, Adam. See? About that, one of us, Gooba Gaba, right away, boom. It's <laughs> already net positive to come all the way out here and sit in the garage. <laughs> You're making money on this deal. Uh, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. We're going to eat lightning and we're going to crap thunder. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. Now, we bring the two together right here on our show every week. Jokes, rants, sketches, banter. Special guests. You just heard more. that banter. Yeah, you could already tell. Oh, that was banter. Banter right? was really was worth the price of admission. Yeah. We didn't just start that. I think we excel week. in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't expect that. We want you to know what to expect right at the top of the show. So when you hear it go along, you're like, you know, you're in the you're in the zone. We do this every week from the Admirals Club, our studio, an oasis for weary travelers next to the Burbank Hollywood Airport. We just oh. all discovered that it's no longer going to be the Bob Hope Airport. Oh, yeah. First they came for Andrew Jackson, and I said nothing. Yes. <laughs> well, they don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week. Absolutely. You free. know, Paul, sorry. Uh, some of you may or may not know that most of my money's tied up in clam futures right now, so I don't <laughs> have any cash on me for the show. Right? Fear not. The show 
yes? is free. Oh, oh, well, in that case, enjoy. Wow. And we encourage you to follow us on social media, at The Movie Guys on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which is also free. Oh. Social media is free. And please get interactive. You know, yell at us about stuff. Uh, basically, just search The Movie Guys on Yahoo, Bing, or where's my Google clip? Oh, I'll, I'll do it. Google. And we come right up. I'm your host for the hardest working comedy show in the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Karen Volpe. Hoops, have you ever noticed that people die in alphabetical order? Adam Witt. <laughs> could you tell Luke? Is that how you could tell? And Bart Caius. It's a bad time, Bob! <laughs> we have a veritable slew of guests today. This three constitutes a slew, does it not? It's Certainly. a slew. I yeah, think right. it's officially a slew. Uh, joining us the whole show is this week's special guest who we already mentioned, a comedian and improviser who can currently be seen in the Netflix series Love and who hosts his oh. own show at the Upright Citizens Brigade Whoa. Monthly called So You Do Comedy. <laughs> Chris Witoski. And now later in the show, we'll be joined uh, by two programming heads of the upcoming Weednopolis 2016 here in Los Angeles. This is an entire fan convention devoted to all things Joss Whedon. That's your Buffy. Very that's cool. your Angel. That's your Firefly. Dollhouse. That's your Avengers and Dollhouse and Cabin mm-hmm. in the Woods, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Chris Cullen and Melody McCune. Yay! They'll tell you what to expect at the con, and I can tell you three big events. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They include us, the movie oh, guys. So we're going to be there doing stuff. But first, we bring you what we bring you every week. Movie previews. Now, look, we beg of you, don't go to the theater unprepared. Come here every week. We'll tell you what's up with all the new releases. Every weekend, and this weekend, everyone has gotten wisely out of the way mm-hmm. of one movie. For Marvel Studios, the people who brought you Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and Ant-Man, comes the Avengers, everyone else. It's Captain America Civil War. (laughs) This job, we try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But you don't give up. That's very serious. Spoiler alert! Yes. There's a yes. crap ton of superheroes in this movie. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away too Wait soon. Wait a minute! It's more than a plethora. A crap ton. It's wow. a, it's the metric system. We haven't caught on to That's it more yet. Than but, uh, That's more yeah. than a slew. That's more than a slew. More than a slew is what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Slew. What's his superpower? Oh, we should play that game all show. Absolutely. By the way, that's my favorite game yeah. to play. Yeah. What's his superpower? What is this? I'll write it down with you. Uh, you Chris. <laughs> Yeah, my superpower? No, Slew. Slew, what's his superpower? Slew. Chris just woke up. We went through Sorry. the rules earlier. When we mention your name, you're allowed to speak. <laughs> right. <laughs> he cooks beef stroganoff quicker than anyone. <laughs> That's Stu. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Stu, who also has the worst secret identity, because that's both of his names. <laughs> right. Slew's his superpower <laughs> is S-T-E-W. His name is S-T-E-W. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they come right up to him at work after he goes to fight Scrum. Hey, there's a guy named Stu out there. It's you, not me. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not me. Puts his glasses Someone, on. I, completely unrecognizable. <laughs> Someone different solving all those crimes out there. Can you hand me the pasta? <laughs> oh, good lord. You, you thought the glasses weren't working, so you're wearing goggles? This is just uh, outrageous behavior. <laughs> you know, we never uh, did talk like... I hate to bring the whole thing down because yeah. we're having so much fun with Star yes. Wars and Marvel. Uh, but Prince left us. Uh, like we pointed out today, specifically on Wednesday, it's been seven hours and 13 days mm-hmm. since uh, he went away. He went away. No, is that the accurate count? It was when it was posted on Facebook. Wait, it was, no, 13 it was days? 13 days, and then at that point it was seven hours. Now it's probably like, it was like nine, ten hours. Hours. Thursday. He's been dead 13 days? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's been a long week. Yeah, we were on vacation then. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels just like yesterday. Prince died. 
That's a rock. I mean, that's a rock star death. You can't last. You can't last till you're 80 if you're a real rock star, <laughs> right? He, he, he officially. I mean, Michael Jackson did it, and I'm like, he, he, but aren't there a lot of people it. you're hoping make it to 80 because you just want to see what Madonna looks like when she's 80? <laughs> uh, you just want to see it, right? She's not 80 right now. <laughs> well, they're having the 80-year-old party out in the Indio where they have Coachella. They're doing this other rock festival weekend, and it's the greatest lineup of all time. Friday. And this is no joke. Soup Dragons. The, what's it called? <laughs> Desert Trip. I think it's called. Right? Yeah, yeah. Friday, right. Stones and Dylan. Yes. Ooh. Saturday, oh McCartney and. Um, hold on. It's right there. Somebody the huge. Who? Uh, no, the Who's Sunday. The Who's Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> the who's who's Sunday left, I guess. With Roger Waters. Right. Wow. What? Yeah. So, oh, uh, Neil Young. Neil is Young. Oh my McCartney and Neil Young. Yes. And it's everyone so, over seventy. It's all geriatrics. Yeah. Right. McCartney with Neil Young and. Uh, Willie Nelson's Sons Band, whatever they're called, Promise of the Real. I think and it's called Lu Willie Nelson's Sons Lucas Band. Lucas Nelson is, in the press release. He's right. ferocious on the guitar, so that's going to be a great. That's going to be great. It's, the, that's it's cool. the same place where Coachella is, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, tickets go on sale uh, May 9th, I just saw. Good yeah. luck. Doesn't yeah, right? have some. Yeah. Doesn't have some clever name of some old. That's the desert geezer, geezer rock or something. No. No, it does. It has. They're, well, they're not calling it Coachella, but they're calling it like Rochella or something like. Oh, maybe that's a nickname. I think yeah, it's yeah. called the Desert Trip. Yeah, Slum right, dance? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called Slam Concert. Yeah. Uh, but it's. Uh, it will not feature Prince. No. We won't get to hear this. Oh, man. I mean. Somebody once asked Eric Clapton what it felt like to be the best guitarist in the world, and he said, I don't know, ask Prince. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. You could hold him up to pretty much anybody. And when he let loose on tunes like this, I mean, it was fun, right? That's I, Zana Lee. That's a deep cut. I'm going to play nothing that but That is deep a deep cut. cut. No, that's a good call. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, last time I saw him in concert, uh, he, he rocked for three hours and then for some reason brought a BMX bike on stage and <laughs> rode around stage what? really for no reason while the band was still jamming <laughs> and it was the best thing I've ever seen Which, was that in the forum shows uh, it, I saw him in Chicago United oh, okay. Center it was yes. when uh you know, the stage was the shape of his symbol. Yeah, like mid-90s, uh, Emancipation. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, oh. it's more recent, oh, like okay. within five years. Yeah, I saw him in United Center for the Emancipation Tour. Okay. If you forgot that he was a genuinely weird person, he rode a yeah, he BMX to... bike around the stage. He needed to remind you, Adam, that he was a little off. But Did he do any stunts like bunny hops and endos? Now, that's what I thought. He's either brought a ramp out. <laughs> like, oh, Prince can do that, too. He did a wicked foot plant. <laughs> it was just a leisurely ride around yeah. his, around his symbol. Did you all wait? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Prince's way. <laughs> He'd ring his bell and wave on every turn. Always in time with the music. Oh my God, was yes. he using his hand signals? Mm. Ah, Perfect. Yeah. As is his way. <laughs> oh, come on. You kidding me? Sexual That's my suicide? favorite instrument, though. For a second, that didn't sound like the Charlie Rose theme. <laughs> wow. Uh, Paul and I had the luck. Well, Paul's really great at making sure that he drags me to cool things, so I will give you full credit. But Paul and I were up in Minneapolis uh, doing some rehearsals for some show, and one night, it was like a Thursday? It was in a, during the week. I don't think it was a Friday. Paul said, okay, we're going to go to bed and take a nap and get up at like 1.30, because at 3, I heard that we could go to Paisley Park. And see if we can get in tonight. What? And I'm like, well, all right, that oh, sounds good. Every yeah, weekend like, he just threw parties. We yeah, went, weekly public concert, right? You just yeah. Go really? So we went mm -hmm. to us. It was winter. Forever. And it was freezing. And we got there probably around two. And there was a line of maybe about ten people just standing by his um the Paisley Park. There's like a little 
the driveway, and then there was like a, I think I remember a mailbox. And there were just people on the road standing, and we got behind them, and everybody's like, I think Chris is going to be here tonight. He's going to let us in. And we're like, okay, cool. An hour later, again, Minneapolis in the winter, and it's freezing. They open the doors, and we go in, and he Come had on. sodas and p- now, potato chips for us. He's Come played on. concerts a ton there. We really missed a, that. But he, but he DJed a bunch of tunes I never heard. In fact, this and just put me on about a... about 20 of us there. Yeah, this put me on a 15-year quest to find <laughs> it was crazy. Prince. And he played this while we were there. Um, a live cover of Fight the Power, and I'm still dying to what? find that to this day. Yeah. He sang? Yeah, it was yeah. great. Oh he must have played God. it in some concert, it was, recorded it. It was so weird. And it's it was in some vault. It was this uh, room that had a bunch of props and stuff from his videos. So we were sitting on the lips, that couch that's li- made that's lips um, from one of his music videos. I can't remember which one. We were sitting on there, and then we'd be like, Let's go get more soda. Yeah, and it get was free crazy. food for everybody. We were there for a couple hours, and he played music, and we all danced, and nobody actually talked to him, because I think we were afraid to scare him off. And he was but elusive, he too. He'd it just hang cool. out by, by some turntables and just play music. Huh. And it was uh, seven bucks to get in. Seven was his hit song yeah. at the time. So that's right. You know the amount of money that he made, what that could buy in Minnesota real estate. I mean, how big was the place? Right? I think it's called Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot of lakes. It, it was yeah. like a nice big recording studio. I mean, like um, a soundstage kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Wow. What song is this, Paul? I'm this is the work. Time. Part one. This is a total James Brown. Did you know he wrote Nothing Compares to You? I just found that out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sinead O'Connor. Oh, yeah. Manic Monday. Manic Monday? Yeah, yeah. the Bengals. He wrote a and couple Bengals. And right. the Cindy Lauper <gasps> covered she yeah. Did she? What? Wow. That's Prince? Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I'm, now I'm starting to learn. Yeah, and, of course, the Sheila E. tunes. That's not too much of a surprise. That's not a surprise. But um, anyway, so for movie-wise, see Purple Rain and Do Not Miss Sign of the Times, his, his concert movie, okay. is... Paul, Bang. does he ride and a bicycle around? <laughs> I only want to see him if I'm he rides a bicycle. I'm going to watch closer now. Because it was very theatrical. He might oh, no, but there is a pogo stick. Oh, yes. And I don't want to give it away. <laughs> but I heard bouncing. that he had some trouble with pain, the pain medications because of his knees from wearing from heels. The from the pogo from stick. The pogo. <laughs> and all the bike riding all these years. They warned him. They warned him for years. I saw a video, <laughs> I saw a video of his debut on national television, which was on... Not quite hee haw, but something like hee haw. Uh, it was, uh, yes. Grand I, Old Opry hee haw. Something. He comes out in thigh highs, a bikini, a bikini bottom, bottom. Oh. basically a bra, and, and these two good old boys are yeah. like, yeah, that, that young man knows oh, how I to saw play. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a picking, and I'm a grinning, <laughs> and I'm Brit. It was like one guy was like Merle Haggard, and yes. the other guy, yeah. Wow, uh, that's yeah. fantastic. Unreal. But yeah, he was in b- little bikini briefs. And he, I think he was wearing thigh highs. <laughs> I had to keep reminding myself, they, that's Prince. He's uh, Relax. He's my number two. Keep your hands above the table. Yeah. He's my number two of all time, oh, so wow. somebody please take my number one, Billy Joel. Put him in a sealed container. Take all the drugs <laughs> off of him. And just uh, Keep alcohol away from him. Yes, please. Wow. It wasn't cool to like Prince in my school, because I went to a very kind of... Uh, my grade school was very Metallica, very, you know, that's what you liked, and you know, Megadeth and all that sort of very stuff. Very methy. I spent most of my years reading the back of tour shorts from Megadeth and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, so I couldn't tell anybody that my parents went to the Purple Rain concert, which is the hippest thing you can do. Yeah. They went to Purple Rain, which is so cool. Wow. As parents, like your parents <laughs> yeah. went to Prince. I couldn't tell anybody that. <laughs> they would have been like, your parents did what? Oh, that's so well, funny. I hope they're listening now. <laughs> Internet's free, right? Sure. Or no, in yeah. some places. Well, let's get to our big movie of the weekend, Captain America Civil War. Oh, man. 
pits the Avengers leaders, Iron Man and Captain America, against each other, leaving the rest of the team to choose sides in Marvel's first adaptation of your parents' divorce. Adam, let's talk about it. (laughs) The latest installment of Marvel's super soap opera is Captain America Civil War, in which the Avengers go back in time to stop slavery and unify the country. All right, probably not, but... I mean, because that'd be as silly as, you know, Abraham Lincoln fighting vampires. <laughs> so Highly underrated. <laughs> I love the, everything about that. So Captain America thinks there shouldn't be any government oversight of the Avengers. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own. Whereas Iron Man thinks it's a good thing that they be held accountable. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. Ah, yes, the old self-governance versus rule of law. Can man successfully, and to the benefit of society around him, be trusted to manage and police himself, or does man ultimately act in self-interest and lawlessness to the detriment of moral cohesion, eventually resulting in the destruction of society itself? This doesn't have to end in a fight, Tony. He's right, but if it doesn't, I'm going to be pissed. You just started a war. Oh, God. For a minute there, I was a little worried because it sounded like a boring civics lesson, but it isn't because it's an Avengers movie and there'll be plenty of explosions. If the concept of two brand ambassador superheroes going at each other sounds familiar, it's probably because you're thinking of Batman v Superman, the President's Choice version that came out last month. Unlike the clumsy first date boob grab of a superhero team, Marvel has patiently told 12 interconnected stories over the course of eight years, and not only reinvented superhero films, but brought the long-game TV binge-watching format to movies. The motivation of the superheroes in Batman v Superman confused some critics, but this film clearly lays out why Captain America and Iron Man are fighting. It's because Tony Stark owes Steve Rogers money, I think. Well, anyway, Marvel's had a bunch of movies to set this up, so I'm sure they'll justify it. Some I'm sure Marvel Studios arose from the ashes of the first superhero boom that included such boner killers as Elektra, Ghost Rider, and Green Lantern to make a billion dollars with a radical take on the comic book movie that nobody had ever thought of. Base them on comic books. Oh. Seems obvious in retrospect. Yeah, it does, right? The posters and online ads for Civil War show all the heroes facing off, and the sides look evenly matched. Guy who's wearing or carrying metal? Check. Uh, black guy with metal attachments? Check. Scarlett Johansson and Scarlett Johansson look like Elizabeth Olsen? Check. Random other superheroes to round out the numbers? Sure, check. Ah, who to root for? The guy who took steroids and got really strong, or who the guy uses a mechanical advantage to get really strong? The answer is never easy. But either way, the lesson is clear. If you really want to be somebody, then drugs and technology are the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Not content with bringing together every character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Captain America Civil War even brings new characters to the fight, including Black Panther, mm. with his mutant power to strike fear into the heart of J. Edgar Hoover. Sorry I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. <laughs> Captain America Civil War will also be the first appearance of a brand new Spider-Man, Ooh. a property that returned to Marvel after audiences rejected Sony Pictures' bold creative direction of having him skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> they thought that hoodie and skateboard. They thought we got gold here. We got to appeal to the kids. What Actually, do we do? What I do, we do, guys? I have a clip of Spider-Man in the new movie. Okay, Spider-Man, un super festi pancho pancho run run, un fantastico voyage di spider navigation. Spider, 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 spider. 
There's no way that's the Italian Spider-Man, as it says in the notes. It is. <laughs> it is. And to think Italian? I was going to send you the drop for the Japanese Spider-Man, Supaidaman. To say that the internet is excited about the release of this movie is an understatement. I did some Googling research for this preview, and just by typing the letter C, Google autofilled the search bar with Captain America Civil War. Well, ha! The joke's on the internet. I was looking up cock-hungry MILFs who like Captain America Civil War. One of the concerns plaguing the Avengers is society's growing discontent with the fact that every time they get into a fight, they end up destroying another city. And from what I can see from the trailer, their response to this concern is to get in a fight and blow up another city. Look, if it wasn't for the Avengers always saving the world, there wouldn't be a world to destroy in the first place. So there. Marvel Studios is as secretive as DC Warner Brothers is spastic and surprised audiences with an appearance uh, by Spider-Man in the second Civil War trailer, which they released the week of Batman v Superman's release. <laughs> Let's face it, to be dicks. <laughs> hey, every other movie that has put out multiple trailers, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. Now, the first trailer I watched, it looked like Captain America wins. Second trailer I watched, it looked oh. like Iron Man wins. Third trailer I watched, it looked like I won. <laughs> Who's going to win? I don't know. That's, the trailer doesn't tell me. That's right. I guess I'm just going to have to go and see the movie. Ooh, right? What? I'm looking at you. God is not dead. One and two and three. I assume there's going to be a three. I mean, after all, God still isn't dead yet, is he? Let's sum up. Will Civil War... Yes, yes, Paul. It's Marvel. Yes. <laughs> All right, but will they? Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're right. They've yeah. earned it. The yeah. end. Really? All right, there Please. you go. Yeah. What are they going to do? American Civil War. I just learned something today. Uh -oh. BVS. Do we know what BVS is? What's Batman Superman? versus Superman? Yeah, I didn't uh, know. You didn't That's know. the shorthand. Oh. BVS. I've seen it typed. I haven't heard it spoken. Uh, I have a friend whose wife works at one of the studios, and, they, and he, was, he was being clever at lunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, sounds like another BVS. I Punched him in the face, and then, and then I said, "What's that mean?" Because I knew it was something. I knew it was something. I was right, find out. Yeah, would you call me douchey? Yeah, <laughs> sounds like another BVS. Well, that was the point. That was why they made Batman versus Superman is because they knew Marvel was making Civil War. I think I, I'd be curious how this, how the the, the timeline went there. No, we the, talked about this because there was it's they front loaded when you should have had eight years of buildup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They tried to play catch-up in the worst way. They tried to get to Justice League through Civil War in the sequel to Man of Steel with a <laughs> Batman that we've never seen before. Yeah. <laughs> teaming him up, finally, for the first time, Ben Affleck's Batman is teaming up with Henry Cavill's we should give that We should give that Batman some space to see if it works. Oh, and also throw in Aquaman and The Flash and Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> and Lex Luthor. And da -da 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 -da. But, I mean, it's, it's so humorous because the Marvel has so elegantly done this. And DC used to be the, the, the champions. They had Batman. Batman and Superman for years when Marvel was selling the rights to their stuff to whoever wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone got a buck? You can have Fantastic Four. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, but it's so funny. Corman had a buck. Well, he, Corman, only, he only had a buck, but yeah, he had exactly. a buck. He had a buck and a uh, bug from Uncle Buck, right? <laughs> what was his name? Roach? <laughs> that was Bug. Was it Bug? Yeah. 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 He was the human torch in the... Uh, <laughs> I, I want to I say that um, this movie, I'll go see it because I love Iron Man, and I really, yeah. I'm excited that Iron Man brought me into this whole comic book franchise thing because I really didn't even read comic books as a kid, so I was completely like... Well, now you have a Star I, Wars, I, a Princess Leia versus I gotta tell you, even when I was just looking at this Star Wars um, a comic book, I have trouble reading comic books because there's so many 
words and they're in weird locations and I don't know which word to <laughs> read for. Karen, the recommended age is 12. I, I honestly stopped hey. reading Archie and Veronica because I would be like, where? Now a novel I'd has read a lot across, of words. And you have to read up and down and I, it's all And far fewer up. pictures. The novel has far fewer pictures. I know. Tim Burton anyway. agrees with her, by the way. Thank you. I, I remember seeing an interview around the time of Batman. He goes, I can never read comics. I couldn't tell if I go to the right, yes, down, and damn. left. I couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> there ought to be an arrow. I was too much. But I do like the fact that they were able to bring humor to his character, to Iron Man's mm. character. And that is something that I found I was drawn into. So I like Iron Man very much. But I did not find that same humor with Captain America or Thor. Not at all. Thor is just like going to our scabby Ren Faire. Well, that's some serious but, superhero um, stuff going on with those yeah, two, by the way. I'm like, whatever. Is... But uh, I found that once they brought in humor of Iron Man being best buddies with the Hulk, I started to like the Hulk. So now I'm hoping that that we're able to find some humor because uh, I am not a big fan of... I just want Iron Man just to kill the other guy like so right away Iron Man. so that we yeah. don't have to watch too much of not Iron Man. Do you know what I mean? I want it to just be Iron Man. But am I the only one that doesn't want this? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I just I want don't, another Iron Man movie. Fight? That's yeah. the great thing about it. They don't have we, to fight. We're so invested. Fight. Like, mom and dad don't fight. I don't want to fight. And this is going yeah. against my old man. I just want winning. I just <laughs> want my movie. Yeah. I want the audience might not know this, but I have a philosophy now that I just want my characters yeah. to win. To, well, they wanna... start winning, they keep winning, and they end up winning. You have an older heart now. It's getting yeah. a li- You can't take yeah, that anticipation yeah. and all that nervousness. You know. No so act breaks for this guy. No, no. Ooh. Jack Reacher is the greatest movie ever made because <laughs> all, right. all he does is win. So why can't these two guys just win? How about this? Wouldn't this be fun if they just took the Avengers and then they could fight people like that we don't like, like Donald Trump, and we watch them take on Donald Trump or we watch them take on Al-Qaeda? Wouldn't that be exciting? Well, it, yes, Iron Man is the answer to that yes. question. Iron Man did take out Middle East arms dealers. And it was exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was looking forward to that. Like, I'd like to see him take on people who pollute the ocean or something. Yeah, I'd rather see him take on the Mandarin, but, you know, <laughs> I'm a comic book guy. Yeah, yeah, now, go. I've read the entire plot on what? Wikipedia. Oh, okay. then you've seen the movie. And it has spoiled nothing oh, for this oh, Because wow. I can't oh, figure out who Sometimes the hell these people do. are, what the heck's oh, going oh, on. Speaking of which, back in 1991, Hydra went over here, and then six <laughs> people came in from over there, and That's then 12 cool. people, so somebody's far, related yeah. to somebody else, but he's killed somebody else, like, and you didn't know is, about it. It is like a telenovela. And then the yeah. amnesia. Yeah. Adam, I need to know. <laughs> you don't talk about too many words. Too many words in that Wikipedia plot. I need to see this played out. You need it like a comic book. I understand. What is Black Panther's power? Well, yeah, he's just a social, very uh, strong he fights, he fights the power, Paul. But he's he's <laughs> a warrior, and he's right? a king of a. Uh, he does fight the power, uh, but he uh, that vibranium substance that they created Ultron out of, uh, and the, the, he has the kingdom where that's the only place you can find that. So his suit is made of all of that. So, so they he set uses him that up, kind of. They've set him up Absolutely. in a way. Absolutely. Yeah, they also set up Claw, which is the villain of Black Panther, but I don't know if he's going to be in this movie. No, but he'll probably be in Black Panther's solo Yes, movie. he will. Uh, so he yes, has he a will. suit <laughs> made out of vibranium? Vibranium, yeah. Is that why his car goes... <laughs> when I... Well, that's because that, it turns that... the bass way up. <laughs> oh, okay. I figured maybe it was... Oh, I was on the plane, uh, Paul and I were on the plane like two weeks ago, and he was watching an Iron Man movie, and I looked over, and I didn't have the headphones on, but I just started giggling, because it was when Iron Man was working on something, and he had his little um, computer friends, his little machine guys. The I little love. arm? Yeah. The little arm that he says, I'm going to donate to I love all of them. To a community college. I just yeah. love all that. I hope that happens again. 
I love Well, the that. cool thing was, Robert Downey Jr. was always this good. Just nobody would cast him because he was such a troublemaker. Right. But you'd see him in little roles. I remember uh, the Richard Linklater one, the animated one. Like, his performance is, was so good in that. I was like, oh, Waking Life? Yeah, Waking yeah. Life. Well, he's or, good in no, Natural or, Born or, Killers. Or, um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. just so many little roles because he'd only get cast in little roles. So when I saw him as Iron Man, and Thunder. I'm a superhero fan already, I'm like, Tropic oh. Thunder, amazing. Yeah, same year oh, as Iron oh, Man. Oh, that's a, that's a yeah, cool that's move. True. That's yeah. like Kevin Spacey being in Usual Suspects in Seven in the same year. You know? Yeah, that's your Schindler's List Jurassic Park yeah. one, two. Welcome. Chris, this your thing? No. <laughs> what? How dare you, sir. Chris Wachowski, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Why right not? Because you like Prince? I, yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm, but I'm enjoying listening. Yeah, cool. Yes. cool. <laughs> well, you got to love the guy. My fa- One of my favorite things, first of all, the Hall of Bong is one of my favorite things. Trailer sound effects that are too noisy and too weird and completely unrealistic. Uh, not of this world. I love. The Hall but of Bong. Uh, yes, but I also love the guy who comes in at the end of the movie, he, at the end of the trailer, who you never heard before, love and he it. says something. Oh, yeah. Love it. Like, you get a whole trailer of people screaming and yell, and then this guy comes out at the end of the uh, trailer for Ouija. Ouija. What, who are you? <laughs> right? He just comes from nowhere. Ouija. <laughs> Thank you, pal. It's just like when your neighbor shows up. When you're outside wa- washing the car, but you don't hear him walk up. Yeah. Like, hey there. What the oh, f- what happened? Oh, One what? of these trailers for Civil War, the guy comes out again. Captain America Civil War. Get tickets now. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, and who are you? You figure you'd want to establish a guy with some having some authority to tell me to do such a now. thing. Yeah. He, yeah, his voice is a little thin. It's not even the, the Ouija guy should do that yeah. voiceover. Get tickets, Get tickets now. now or die. Okay, this is a quick question just for Adam. The rest of you can talk sure. about it. Hold on, hold on, guys. Off, Let off us open guys. our magazines up Paul again. Yeah, hey, I brought you comic books so you could read them. Okay, talk about superheroes. So, stuff yeah. Tony Stark in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. built an army of robots mm-hmm. to police the world. Mm-hmm. And now he seems like he's the one who favors the superheroes being in check. Mm-hmm. Seems like he switched ideologies, no? They did such a great thing in that Age of Ultron, okay? Because there is a justification for Tony uh, for, for Tony Stark that I don't know if is in the comics. I mean, my, my reading is sometimes spotty for, for years. But the idea that because he went to through the portal uh, right. to this strange new thing that had never existed before. And had the, the PTSD I- through Iron Man 3. PTSD, yeah. which is what they used instead of drunkenness, which was the comic books, was yeah. an alcoholism <laughs> thing. I thought that was amazing. Yes. Amazing way to... Because they said, are you going to do the alcohol alcoholism plotline? And Not Shane with Black RDJ. Goes, no, it's a kid's movie. What are you kidding me? And it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, uh, that, that line, I mean, Age of Ultron is very thickly written. Yes. The, the, when he says, isn't this why we fight? To make it so we don't have to even be here. Yeah. That is that turns us towards right. Civil War in a way that the comic books never sort of clarified it because the character can't be that in the comics. He can't be like, let's end comics. <laughs> you know? You're right. Well said. And so and because I thought he was switching I mean, I thought there was a weird side to sort of change his angle on, but it's during the course of that movie, I suppose, that is, yeah. is, is Whereas Captain America is the eternal warrior, which is a very hard character trait to capture. It's, it, this this is the most hard superhero to capture. They nailed the second one they made. Yeah. I mean, Captain America, and he keeps being super clarified every time. The line in Age of Ultron, when he says, we says we win together, and he says, but we'll lose, and he says, then we'll do that together, too. That's the most Captain America thing yeah. you can possibly say. no way... That the guy who played Human Torch should be pulling this off with the success that he is. He was the only good thing in Fantastic Four. Yeah. And then there's a moment in in Age of Ultron where where Tony Stark, they only change one blow. But there is a moment where, I can't remember if it's Captain America or Tony Stark, one of them punches each other and and it's just a moment and then everything's kind of back to normal and they go fight for freedom or whatever. But you're like, oh. 
That was like a weird moment. And when you know this is the next movie, yeah. when you know Civil War's next is. movie, you're like, oof, that's a that's a a punch that uh, launched a thousand ships. Done. Let me ask you right? this: so Chris do, you start, <laughs> do you start with okay? Because there's four all right, you boxes. Start on the left. All right, we're we're back to comics. With <laughs> but Karen. even though that box goes all the way down to this box, absolutely, it's you're still left to right. It's it's not the Torah. So it's top to go, bottom. Yeah. But 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 like so that's left <laughs> yep. right. By the way, everybody, right bottom. It's, it's left to right, up to down. So it's. Oh. Captain Ken. America Civil War <laughs> is not to be confused with Ken Burns' Captain America oh. The Civil War. Happens a lot. <laughs> Happens a would lot. anyone like to hear a little bit of Ken Burns' Captain America The yes. Civil War? I sure. absolutely You would. All right, let's play a little of it. <laughs> oh, James Horner, who got applause at the Zorro screening. My dearest Natasha, it pains me to see you and Tony Stark and my fellow Avengers turn against me. But I feel in my heart of hearts that I must choose this path of rebellion. Sometimes it seems as if powers far greater than our own are making us fight. Perhaps we're pawns in a game, but please know that whatever the outcome, I still have a deep respect for you and an even deeper love. Always your captain, Steve Rogers. My dearest Tony, it's a very tough choice to go against the captain in this time of great uncertainty. Yet, I hope he knows that we are looking out for him and everyone across the planet. It is a privilege to serve alongside you, even, even during your pervier moments. Warmest regards, Natasha. You are correct. My accent did die five movies ago. At least I don't sound British. <laughs> these, these are letters home from the soul. Apparently, okay. yes. Thank you for the bit clarification. Yeah. My dearest Pepperpot, can you pick up the dry cleaning for next week a little early? I'm kind of incapacitated with Rogers running amok. Oh, and send a note to whoever's in charge of these letter sequences. <laughs> Tell them they've, got them they've gotten stale. Seriously, who writes like this anymore? Well, gotta go. Falcon just pulled a hamstring, and there's no Hulk or Thor to bring the thunder. Thanks, baby. Tony Stark. My dearest Captain, we've been through a lot together, and you know you can count on me. I understand how crazy things can get on this mission, but I'll do whatever I can to support your cause. There's no room here for fatigue, and I expect us to work side by side. Come what may, sincerely, your shield. <laughs> Not shield the acronym. No, I'm your actual shield. I'm talking to you. The red, white, and blue is starting to move. That's me. Hey, hey. Ken Burns, what's his superpower? Obviously, catches fire. on fire, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was boring the crap out of public, <laughs> public television viewers. I, as I listened to this, I just kept feeling like we were being pushed in on visually. Yes, exactly. We were. <laughs> that, that's a superpower. That. Slowly encroaches on you. I may add that to the Vimeo. Thank you. Post. Thank you. All right, enough of this nonsense. We have entirely new nonsense to get Good. to. Uh, this Chris uh, Witoski here is going to step out for a second as another one jumps in. After Yay! this break, we will fire up a quick talk with the programming heads of Weedonopolis 2016, Chris Cullen and Melody McCune. Chris Witoski will be turning, so don't go anywhere during this 10 seconds of break. Yay! We'll be right back. Bass pedal going bananas. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to count how many feet are involved in this <laughs> drum. Two. Yeah, okay. As, as you may know, this is Karen's brother's band, and he's if, if he's, he's not just going to drum. I mean, he's going to drum. drum. I have a shot here. I'm drumming. And I believe the, the band is named Rights Free, right? 
Royalty yeah, free. Royalty free. Royalty free. Is that yeah. their name? The royalty That's their freeze? Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> right. Hey, we're back with uh, guest spot number one of the show, an extended talk with uh, Chris uh, Chris Witoski. We'll come up right after this, after we talk to Chris Cullen. And no Melody relation, by the way. and everybody. No relation. No relation. Tried to give applause. Did you miss the names and all the bits? Melody McCune, Chris Cullen, uh, they're from Wheatonopolis. Not the heads of programming, it should, it should turn out. Echo Skyhorse is that person. That is who a we, great name. That's a great name, right? If you say it three times, it starts to rain. We, <laughs> ran into, uh, we ran into Marcia at WonderCon. I did, actually, and I gave her a card. So we'd love to be part of this because uh, you may or may not know, Wheatonopolis, the fan convention for all things Joss Whedon. Uh, coming up, May 13th to 15th in Van Nuys, California at the Airtel Plaza Hotel. Um, it's all for charity. So I said, hey, let's be a part of that. Anytime you do something for charity, you feel good about yourself. And plus, fan conventions are a great way to get out and talk movies with people. Oh, yeah. So we wanted to be a part of that. And uh, so I gave the card to Marcia, who gave it to Echo, who now has brought uh, Echo Sky a bunch Horse. of uh, Echo Skyhorse. What is her superpower? <laughs> <laughs> she says things twice to farm animals. And a <laughs> sky horse comes to save the day. Um, <laughs> I think we could do better. <laughs> well, well, I'll work on it. Yeah, we'll work on it. We got time. We got two weeks till the But so now it has come down to Chris and Melody showing up here to tell everybody what the thing is all about. Feel free, jump right in. What do we? What can people look forward to in a fan convention that is all things Joss Whedon? Well, we uh, we have a really wonderful team. We've been working for a long time putting things together, as you guys know with a, a lot of planning goes into this. Um, we have some really incredible programming and some fantastic guests um, from all over the week. You're sounding a little Donald Trumpy here. You're just like, <laughs> just wonderful, wonderful, great, really great, great. One of the better cons you can I actually do to. have two questions. Excuse me, I had, I, had, I had meat to that. I just had to introduce Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Right. It's called a lead up. Lead up. What's his superpower? Yeah, you it's follow up. He'll answer back. it, I bet Oh, okay. You. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. amongst, amongst our weaponry. Um, oh, we have some, some our programming is really cool. Our biggest events are uh, Friday night, we're doing Caritas Karaoke, which is, I don't know if any of you have seen Angel, mm. which is the Buffy spinoff. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a, a karaoke party that night. Uh, this is one of our headlining events, and we're going to just go to town because this, uh, the whole thing with Angel is for for seasons, they they just kind of hung out at the karaoke bar. So it was always this incredible thing. It was set in Los Angeles, and uh, of course, there's demons running amok. So they were going to this demon karaoke bar. So you could always get these <laughs> clips of ridiculous horned or winged things singing like pop Gloria. hits. Yeah. yeah, so it was incredible. So we're doing that. That's our big Friday night event. Um, I know before we started rolling, I was just talking about we're doing a, a Star Wars marathon oh, overnight Friday. God bless uh, you. They're, they're calling it Han Shot First. Mm. And it's the original trilogy. <laughs> nice. Um, overnight. And that's great. It's a big pajama party. And then You our... almost have to add original twice because it's not the special edition. <laughs> right. It's the original yeah. original. Well, we're fourth we're hoping. Yeah. I mean, because with that name, but we were just talking about how hard it is to get a hold of that digital copy yeah, of the are... unaltered. I, talk to me. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you really? Well, they did came on a DVD. Uh, yeah, did a, you get the? There's a guy named Harmy that put together the the HD version of the original edition, right? Despecialized, yeah. yeah. Despecialized. Despecialized. Let's just make sure the regular edition. Yeah, let's make sure we're talking about the same thing, Paul. You've got the one where Tatooine's not all cluttered up with a bunch of crap, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. That's very good to know. Yeah, that's that's well, heartening no, it, to know that it's out powerful. there. There was a, a certain in the two thousand somethings. There was a version of Star Wars that came out on DVD where, as a bonus extra on a second disc, <laughs> you could get the movie without special edition. <laughs> so it's nothing. It's nothing weird. Oh. You can go to Amoeba and get it. Probably. Oh, okay. Wow, and they just transferred it from a sixteen millimeter, uh, you know, uh, thing they found in a basement. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be HD. I mean, I don't know. But hey, if it comes up like half fuzzy and mono audio, that'll only recreate the nineteen seventy seven experience. It is really- <laughs> yeah, you know what? The more it flickers, the more realistic. I'll just stand in the back and go <laughs> if you'd like. I'd be happy to. It is really nice when Jabba doesn't show up in this in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like I have the despecialized edition, and you, and it cuts cleanly to the next scene, and there's no Jabba. You're miss like, oh, that God scene. bless you. No. Yeah. No. You just don't. Yeah. Oh, but so we have a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. Can you tell we're night. excited? That's Friday night. Right? Uh, that's yeah. And then um, we also our Saturday night is a big. Uh, we have the prom at the Bronze, and the Bronze, <laughs> of course, was the the nightclub in Sunnydale in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, right. So we're having a big prom event, and we're encouraging people. Come in, come in your fancy suit, come in your dress, or you know, come in costume. Probably so, yeah. And do whatever you want because it's going to be great. We have a couple live performances, and we have a DJ, and it's really. See, that seemed like an evening capper for for me. So uh, that when we're doing what uh, they're a celebrity. Uh, we're calling the Superhero Peace Summit and Celebrity Road. Yes, that's our sketch. We're, oh, doing, oh, we're doing an hour-long changed. sketch. We just talked about you know the the Avengers bickering, Batman, Superman bickering. So Captain America brings everyone together yeah. to. Hash it out through comedy, so everyone's they'll be healing with laughter. So they have a superhero roast, which of course doesn't go well. And they bring along the sexist swamp thing, yeah, <laughs> and a bunch of other and the solid Grundy dancers. Yeah, I've seen sexist swamp thing at a lot of parties. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of cons too. It's but the sweaty we'll guy be at in the seven corner. o'clock Saturday night, which yes. is good because I, I, I feared we were going to go up against the problem. Like everyone wants to go to the problem. Yeah, it's like the big closer because right? that's your version of like they do a costume contest at Comic Cons. But of course, since it's Whedon themed, you're doing an actual like prom thing. Which you know is what? Cool. We also have a costume contest. Yes, we do. Because it's kind of also at its heart a classic con too. Like yeah, you know, we could come and just dress up. Like I looked up pictures of past years, and I'm like, because uh, we were wondering how to craft our jokes for the for the superhero roast, and I'm like. And I looked, and all I could find was people dressed like Optimus Prime, and I'm like, okay, everybody's not obviously just dressed like Angel or Buffy, or right? So well, we have, um, we do have a cosplay contest, and we even have a, a cosplay panel. Yeah. Um, but we also have the Prom of the Bronze, which is more freeform party. Is this my opportunity to dress like Moon Knight? This <laughs> might be the time, right? I think every day is an opportunity. <laughs> I keep thinking that too. You're right. <laughs> I have a question. How did this come about? Whose brainchild is this? Oh. Why? Not why, not like in the, but in the cosmic sense, why Whedonopolis? Why WhedonCon? Why Joss Whedon? Well, um, there's a lot of answers to that, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. You're at the right place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, uh, we, our group's been around for a while, and we've raised money for a lot of different charities. We kind of pick a new pet project charity every year. Cool. Um, and this charity is really cool because uh, our guest of honor, Juliet Landau, chose, chose oh. one of our charities this year. Um, and we're working towards two anti-bullying charities this year. Oh, the, that's great. Yeah, the first one is the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, um, which is, uh, there was a, a pretty famous bullying incident in the UK in 2007 that led to the formation of this organization. Hmm. And it's uh, it's really one of its passions is kind of destigmatizing different groups, different cultures of people, yeah. um, because Sophie was a victim because of the way she dressed. Yeah. Um, and her, her mom has really stepped up and created an incredible charity organization that we're really proud to be representing. Um, and Juliet sort of 
is is a is a face for that, right? Yes, yeah. Juliet. Um, Juliet feels really passionately about it, and um, it was it's like I said, she's the one who selected one of the charities for this year, and that's the one she picked because it really resonated with her, and it's been really wonderful. Um, being and we're actually also planning to do a panel about the significance mm-hmm. of that. I saw that there is a schedule preview at Weedoncon. Dot com. Nothing is quite scheduled, but this week, uh, I think this coming week, within the next week, we'll have times put in for everything. Mm-hmm. But most things you will probably see are at the schedule preview page on WeedonCon.com. Right? But you said your group. Oh, well, so we're we're this really interesting group of people. <laughs> I can see <laughs> for myself, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in like an interesting sandwich right here. <laughs> sandwich of interest. You know, people way too often in those phrases name the sandwiches after the bread. <laughs> when was the last time you named a sandwich after? There bread? should True. totally be a Bart meat sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Bart That's meat. What's happening Bart here. meat. Who, Bart meat. What's yeah. his Bart superpower? <laughs> Bart meat. Bart meat. He's very congenial. <laughs> um, Meets and greets. He meets right He's his partner's Bart greet. <laughs> so, you're, so is okay. your group Weedon Con, or your group selected Weedon Con as a vehicle for the charity? Our group has done a number of charity events. Still lead, not naming the group, Chris. Leading up to this. Our group is named Weedonopolis. We're oh, a division okay. of Fandomopolis. Right. Okay. See, and now we're getting somewhere. We're a charity organization. Um, we kind of spun out. It's funny. I, I've only been around for about two years. I can only tell you what I've heard about some of our origin stories. But I know that we started out. At, <laughs> Melody's uh, got hey. nothing either. <laughs> but Weedonopolis <laughs> only been around for like four or five years, right? Didn't yeah. you say, Paul? We're kind of a funny mixture. Um because we started out as a meetup. And um, what happened was kind of several large meetups condensed into one. Uh, like people ran off and different, different. like there's a Farscape meetup and there was a, a Firefly meetup and there was a Buffy meetup. And then like those numbers over the years started to go down. So we all just became this one really great group of people who... Maybe we don't all watch exactly the same things, but there's enough overlap that you always have something great to talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not like these are the most obscure pop culture entities no, in the world. No, <laughs> it's a show that ran eight seasons and right. another show that ran seven seasons. You know, <laughs> right? But it's and cool. adventures because yeah. we're just kind of a mixture now, and it's yeah. definitely the place you go when you want to. You know, hey, did you see Agents of Shield last night, or did you read yeah. the new Buffy comic? That's always where you're going to find someone who says yes, and you can talk to them forever about it. And it's been really cool. And one of the things that our our mission statement at Weedonopolis is using the power of fandom to actually go out and make a difference in the world while also creating a really spectacular um, environment. Like we're gonna we're basically throwing a huge party and just giving all the money to charity. Yeah. So we're really excited about it. What charity is that? Oh so Sophie Lancaster. Sophie Lancaster. And then um the pop pop culture the pop culture hero coalition. And the pop culture hero coalition is um sounds like I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Sounds like we're lining Adam's pockets with this. Where, thing. where do I write a check? <laughs> where do I write a check for anybody that calls themselves that? That one was founded by Chase Masterson and it's uh it's what it has is a, his superpower? <laughs> Chase Masterson. Her, her superpower. She knows what fork oh, yeah. to use. Chase Masterson. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to so kill you. Her mission statement you. is a lot like ours. She really believes in, and the whole organization um, really believes in using the universal appeal of comics and television and entertainment, especially sci-fi and fantasy, um, to create. And they're also an anti-bullying. So they like to... To cap- Which is capitalized to nerds, obviously. Right, they're, right. They're so they like to capitalize not, on not that the N word. We do not use the N word here. Do not use the N word. They they like to take that TV and comics and and the fact that 
they do connect people and they really speak to people and use that as an opportunity to kind of combat bullying. And they go into um, they go into events, they come to conventions, they go to schools, which is really cool. Um, and they like to take a, take part in the community. And these just these organizations are we're really proud to be associated with them this year. Let's hear from Melody. Melody, what are you looking <laughs> forward job. to at the con? Yeah. yeah. Everything. <laughs> now, what, what, what's your weed and poison? Are you more of a Buffy? Are you more Angel? Are you more Firefly? What's 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 how did what drew you to you know like say hey I want to meet people who are in, in this particular part of the pop culture universe you know Buffy Angel and Buffy those Angel. together I mean I consider that as part of the the Buffy verse yeah the season Definitely I, I really watched a Buffy was the season that spun off of Angel so that's the first first thing that I watched was the season that uh, uh, the first season of Angel, along with that season of Buffy, mm-hmm. was like the ones I know the most. I did extra work on Angel. <laughs> yeah? But other than that, I'm, uh, as a movie guy, more uh, into the Avengers and uh, Cabin okay. in the Woods type oh, of stuff. Cabin Who was the lead in Angel? God bless. David Boreanaz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who you might know from 25 seasons of Bones? <laughs> <laughs> is it on 26? Right. Keeps going. Is it? Yeah. Happy to say, haven't seen a single episode. <laughs> what was your Neither extra work? Oh, I was, we went out to Simi Valley-ish. And we went to this big water thing. We went down under underground. Walked. It, it was a creepy looking place under underground. It seemed like an underground water reservoir that was empty, and there were just demons everywhere. And I was one of them. I was hooded. You can't even see me. I was just, like jumping around base. like a maniac. And there was some <laughs> g- blob villain alien demon thing there. I keep saying alien, but there weren't was any it aliens underground on military show. base type things. I think it was meant to be like a, a lair, but you know, it, was, it seemed mm. like an underwater reservoir. Yeah. That's wonderful. You know the episode. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I what, do. Is, what episode did no, you just I, talk about? Okay. I really don't I don't remember the name of the episode, which is disappointing for me because yeah. I usually But do. it was like a big but blob totally of the know the scene. Right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we are going to do something called Weedonopolis Live while we are there at Saturday at 1 p.m. And I think this is all subject exchange, but it's probably pretty locked in at this point because we're getting guests. Um, Weedonopolis Live will be a check-in halfway through the day. How did everything go up until then, Friday night and Saturday up until 1? Who did what? And we share stories with the crowd, and, and we're going to bring some guests. And um, currently now, I know this will be breaking news for the table. Uh, Audrey Kearns is coming from Geek Girl Authority, who also did one episode of uh, Angel. And we're bringing Beth Grant. Making <gasps> her lovely return. Friend of the show, now, Beth Grant. For those of you who may not know Beth Grant, she is She's the best. Uh, Beverly <laughs> on, the, on the Mindy Project. Yeah. So she is the, the secretary. And she's, she's been, been in, in like every Academy Four best pictures. Four best pictures. <laughs> she's on the bus in speed. Yeah, right? yeah she's in speed. <laughs> she, had, she, li- she just cracked was 200 credits wow. on IMDb wow. now. Been in everything and is uh, gracious enough to come on board and tell us the stories about working on Angel, which she cool. did. So that'll awesome. be cool. We have other people lined up that I hope confirm, uh, and that will be uh, a fun little thing. Checking out what's happened up at the con till then, and then what's happening on Sunday. We'll preview. My everything. notes are getting a lot. Oh of yeah, attention. that's right. Yeah. Well, is that uh, confirmed. That's true. Doug, Doug Jones, he's yeah. on the poster. Oh yeah. And uh, Mark Zakri, both have appeared on this show. Doug's been yeah, writing yeah. this. Uh, Mark. Oh, Mark is actually one of our other guests of mm-hmm. honor. Oh, cool. Yeah, Mark, we went to the set of Space Command and interviewed him, and he's going to have a Q&A about the movie while yes. he's there, right? And which Doug mm-hmm. appears in, so it's a whole big... It's all very all connected. connected. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how connected it it's turned like out to be. It's like Whedon's universe. Yeah. It's all connected, yeah. 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 So how does one uh, get a membership? Well, we have online memberships up through Sunday, May 8th at 11.59 p.m., 
So the for the whole weekend, it's sixty dollars for adults, forty dollars for kids. That's just crazy. How I great know. is that, right? Like at, the Comic Cons were like three hundred and fifty. Granted, it's an extra day, maybe two, but still. Yeah, but don't forget, it's also all for charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's that's great. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's cheap. So after the deadline, the prices at the door go up to I think seventy dollars for the weekend, mm-hmm. and then. It's still pretty good for two and a half 50, days to turn your head kids. off and just yeah. have fun. We also sell day passes. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have some some very passionate followers who want to come see your show, let them know they can come, come in on Saturday. just for Saturday. Weednopolis, Saturday at 1, and then the uh, Superhero Roast that night yeah, at 7. Yeah, you guys are rocking Saturday. They'd be missing out because we have wonderful stuff on Friday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you, come when, including you come when you can come. This show, the movie Showcast, will be recording at, uh, at the con to... Then play on iTunes the next week. Yeah, we're doing um, our live our, our show is live at week yes, on with, next next episode with right. Kevin Will, a, an actor friend of ours who has appeared on Firefly, Dollhouse, and Angel. Whoa! So he's gonna tell stories from all the interconnected That's stuff, awesome. and it's not entirely one hundred percent confirmed. But let me just say, anyways, we're hoping Zach Ward will sh- uh, show up as well Sweet. and be with us because I think he's working with Juliet on on a film and will already be at the con. Mm-hmm. So he's got a new film coming out that he directed. So we'll talk about that and do a whole bunch of stuff with Zach. So that'll be. Sunday at 11.30. And for people who aren't necessarily big Joss Whedon fans, but are Bart Caius, uh, Juliet Landau was in Ed Wood. Yes. Ah! <laughs> and I get yeah. to finally tell her that I yeah. secretly stalked her at the Gold's Gym West Hollywood. Um, I Bart will be there to bring a the, human yeah. aspect to the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> to totally gush over her. <laughs> She's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. So any last final fun. thoughts about what people need to know? Is there anything that... Uh, Weedoncon. Should we leave our of course we'll tell you everything. objects at home, bring blankets, what? Uh, you know, if you're gonna bring blankets. Yeah, if you're gonna spend the night watching Star Wars in your pajamas, bring your blankets. Can you explain how that's gonna happen? Is it like just on a gymnasium floor? What should people know about that? Uh, we have a screening room. It's um it's just one of our one of our rooms. So for... they're gonna have chairs to sit in? I don't know. I imagine. Okay. I, I would just simply move them and lie pillows. on the floor. I'm there yeah. for, you know, I mean, pajama hours. Night. I'm sure that you can probably lie on the floor or sit in a chair. Okay. Well, doing... I don't know if there's going to be in a theater and you can sleep in your theater. Because when I was a kid, we used to go to this uh, summer camp and they would have an overnight movie and they would show the Velveteen Rabbit in a gymnasium and we would just lay on the floor of the gymnasium and watch the Velveteen Rabbit. Yes. I Is remember. that what's going to happen, Chris? <laughs> I give you permission Lie on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes. Circumventing the authority of Echo Skyhorse. We're actually he not authorized to give that kind of permission. Oh, 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 oh. And right. are pajamas optional? Can I not wear pajamas? It's Bart. either pajamas or tuxedo. Yes. So the name's Bart Caius for security. <laughs> they say right no. Would you right. doubt the authority of someone named Echo Skyhorse? No. No. Mm, no. I do whatever Echo Skyhorse uh, right? tells me to do. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> she team Cap or team Iron Man, you think? Echo Skyhorse? Echo Skyhorse? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's not Team on, Thor, not even in the movie. Team Thor, she'll be in Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, for parting words, yes, uh-uh. I just want to say we've got a lot of really cool stuff, and you should check it out at www.weedoncon.com. Yeah. Um, like you said, our schedule's going up really soon, and it's really cool. Yeah, the list of things to do is already there, but soon the times will be locked in as well. And a reminder, we're at the Airtel Plaza Hotel in Van Nuys, California, Yes, and cool. it's... The weekend of May 13th through 15th. It's a Friday, Saturday, Friday Sunday. 12 bucks to park, so pile the car full of people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it that's a great location as far as, you know, someone who lives in the valley, it's easy to get to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not going all the way to Long Beach or something, you know, this oh, is great. And we have uh, hotel rates associated with the convention 
also up until that deadline. Mm-hmm. And just say oh. you're with the con, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there you go. All right. I think Bart's getting a room. That's what I'm doing. I'm saying I'm with the Bart. con. And yeah. he's going to sleep on the floor because yeah. he likes that. So anyone else can use his bed. Right. Bart, it's K-I-A-S for security. Are we doing a uh, sing-along, Dr. Horrible sing-along? You know I what? Assume, right? We're actually doing a, uh, we're closing the convention with a Once More With Feeling sing-along. Uh, it's our signature. The Buffy, uh, the Buffy musical. Buffy musical. It's our signature sing-along. We've gone to lots of different conventions in the past couple of years, and we, we close out conventions with this with this event. And so obviously it's how we're going to close out our first convention. Oh, cool. um, and it's really fun. That's okay. I can break into Bad Horse all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Bad Horse, Bad Horse, Bad Horse. Bad horse. Bad horse. Oh. I was into it. I, I think that's all they knew. Yeah, yeah he oversold that. Weedcon.com. Uh, thanks I thought we'd to, all go for it. Thanks to Chris <laughs> Cullen and out. Melody McCune. Uh, we'll be back in 10 seconds with an in-depth chat with Chris Witoski. Stay tuned. <laughs> This week's uh, special guest, who you met in the first half of the show, he's appeared on with Bob and David on Netflix and returns to the great Netflix uh, sphere in the Judd Apatow-produced series Love. He hosts a monthly interview show at UCB in LA called So You Do Comedy. It's Chris Witoski. I know that guy. You look familiar. It's Chris time on the show. That applause was padded, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of people was, in here. It was some of them. It was some of them. Uh, Weednopolises. We got uh, Jacob and Taylor in the corner. It's pronounced Weednopolai. Weednopolai. Yeah. The individual Weednopolai. Chop and broccoli. There's stuff going on. Weednopolai. So, uh, this, I love when we get a good comedian in here. Every month you and have... And we can't wait till that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anytime, anytime I have my go. Did you see me run up to that wall we and both, stop? And I was you like, didn't oh, no. go there, and then I jumped over it. Anytime I have my go. You know what? I felt like you gave me the lift. You know, the foot yeah. lift on that No, one. I suckered you into that joke. <laughs> Every month at UCB, uh, which... Now, they have two theaters, right? They do, and I'm at the new one. Oh, great. Good for you. Yes, That's such yes. a huge space. What is huge. that space? I haven't been in there yet. Huge. God. Yeah. It's like a complex. So you're talking to a new comedy uh, legend of sorts every uh, month? So far from what I've heard, I've only heard Odenkirk and Lorraine Newman came to your show. Uh, yep. What's been your roster so far? It's been, I've done four shows so far. It's once a month, every fourth Monday of the month at UCB Sunset. My first guest was Bob Odenkirk. Nice. Uh, better call Sal. Uh, <laughs> my second guest was Fred Willard. Oh, nice. my God. That right. was great. So it is Legends. Awesome. Who's that fourth one? Legends. Third third was uh, everybody's favorite sidekick, Andy Richter. Oh, okay. okay. It's all Legends. You know, yep. he is probably one of the best sidekicks. I don't know if I've said this before, but <laughs> I don't think so. seriously, almost nothing he says doesn't add to that <laughs> to the show or to the joke. And that's got to be a really hard job to pull that off. Every time he opens his mouth, it just makes whatever moment they're having funnier. I agree. So yeah. what's he like to interview? Great. Oh, yeah. my God. So great. At one point, oh, God, during that interview, he started talking about his wife and kids and how much they mean to him, and he started crying. Oh. Oh, you're going to be the Ray Firestein of... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. You're not UCB. here for the ahas. Yeah, the Barbara Walters over here. Right. That's right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then my fourth guest was Lorraine Newman uh, l- last so week. Cool. Wow. She was great. Original cast member of Saturday Night Live. That's right. Very first cast of Saturday Night Live. You know that show you know. Yeah. <laughs> Very first cast. First five years. Crazy. Crazy. So is it just a sit-down interview? It's, it is. It's just, uh, it's just an hour-long chat, and it's an opportunity for me to talk to some of my heroes. How do you prepare for that? Do you go back and do a lot of research? Do you rely on... Do you have a staff? Do you write it all yourself? I do it on myself. I do uh, like two days of hard research. Mm-hmm. and um, But nowadays, there's so many podcasts that I can go back and listen to the, the 12 podcasts that these people have done <laughs> and kind of, you know, pick and choose questions and um, steal questions. <laughs> and avoid stuff they've been asked over and over again. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So It's, it's uh, like they used to say in improv. You take the same $5 and you give it give it to me to come to my show. Yeah, and then I'll give it to you to come to your show. It's like podcasts. Like everybody's right. just trading off guests. Like, okay, yeah. you had them last week. All right, well, I'm this week. <laughs> uh, you have a shared history with everybody there, right? Uh, was Andy Richter Second City? He was, was he not? Uh, a little bit of Second City, but Annoyance. he did the Annoyance Theater oh, in Chicago. Okay. He was yeah. in the real life Brady Bunch. That's right. Shut and, up. That's yeah. crazy. And then the the, the lead, the uh, mom in the real life Brady Bunch was... Um, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Yeah. Wow. The annoyance in Chicago. Yeah. Oh my crazy. gosh. Yeah. And he did IO in Chicago as well. Oh yeah, but he did, yeah, he did, definitely did that. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. Uh, so who of uh, did you ever now did you ever see any of them perform? Because they Odin Kirk was before my time, I mean, before right, I was there. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean I've seen tape of him performing he was on, on stage. Main on stage with, uh, with Farley. Farley. He wrote motivational speaker right. for right. the Second City main stage for yeah. Farley. Bit of a controversy because you weren't supposed to take sketches from Second City and put them in Saturday Night Live, and they didn't give a crap. Right? <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we're just going that. to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard a great story recently uh, from I think it was Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Garland said that he went in and understudied for Farley one time and, oh, wow. and did the motivational speaker and he got nothing <laughs> from the audience because he was. It has to be Farley. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's interesting too. Is like you know because Second City recycles some of their sketches, but. You can't recycle that one ever no, again. Never. I've yeah. always heard um, a little bit of Odenkirk in Chris Farley's um, Matt Foley. So if you watch Bob and Dave's Mr. Show, Odenkirk yells like that. That's his yelling. That's his, right? <laughs> yeah. So when, when, I, when I learned that, that Odenkirk had written that for Farley and I went back and started watching Mr. Show, I'm like, oh, that you can hear Odenkirk's voice in Chris Farley's totally. performance. Yeah. Totally. He is one of the great yellers of oh, all time, Google right? uh, <laughs> Bob Odenkirk yelling. Yes. There's, <laughs> a, there's a montage. Oh, Nothing it's fantastic. Enjoy fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> So who, God damn what, <laughs> what was your Second City experience? You did an ETC show. Right? Yeah, I did a cruise ship, a touring company, and then uh, two, two shows on the ETC stage. As is the Second City way. Yes, right. right. <laughs> Start over there. Come back to me. <laughs> yeah, you did. So who was in your cast? Uh, my cast was uh, AD Bryant, who's now on SNL. Oh, yeah. um, and then a guy named Mike Kaczynski, a guy named Michael Lair. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else you guys might know. Yeah. I don't think so. I did a, the cruise ship uh, with Vanessa Bear, who's now on SNL as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was Norwegian? Norwegian Cruise Lines. Yeah. When Nor- did you do that? Uh, when did I do that? Uh, now is 10 years ago or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. We go on a, a cruise every year on Norwegian, but yeah. it's a musician's cruise. Oh, cool. So they give everybody the, the week off, and it's nothing but like Lyle Lovett and uh, Brandy Carlisle and Emmylou Harris and Indigo Girls. It always oh. makes us giggle, though, because we'll be going by the venues and we'll see the Second City headshots, and we'll be like, 
not they have the night off. But there were some people working there we knew, so we got to see them. Walk. They were actually doing like pulling tickets and stuff so they could go see the concerts. Okay, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I wondered if you ever ran into them. Maria Carell, Jack Moss Hammer, they were mm-hmm. both. Everybody mm-hmm. does this now. They start doing cruises. I've heard there is a Weezer cruise, and there is a. Uh, I just heard there was an Impractical Jokers did a cruise. <laughs> so Weedonopolis yeah, cruises next. Yes. After this goes well, way yeah. cooler than Van Nuys. <laughs> Get on the ocean. <laughs> 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 Can the Whedon fans cough up four thousand dollars? <laughs> this will be the test we'll put and out in the and world. The trick is it'll be hard to give a lot of that to charity because you'll be paying for the ship. Right, but that's all right. <laughs> so, do you? What are your plans with this uh, show? Just roll it till you run out of celebrities. Yeah, they just. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you get Albert Brooks, man. I'll be in the front row. I, w- I oh, love baby. him so much. I'm, do you have a wish list? I I'm do. asking you a ton of oh, questions. Oh, big time! Because you're a comedy geek, big right? Time. Like, big yeah, time. yeah. Yeah. Well, my number one is that guy right there, oh, uh, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah, he's my my number one. But, yeah. uh, but he's right, a little bit, he's well, aloof, right? He's elusive. He's, oh, he's got did, that eight hundred number. He got called. <laughs> Karen did sing for him a couple weeks ago. So True. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, it's crazy. Craziness. Yes, I went to uh, the Murray Brothers Caddyshack charity golf event. Florida, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Paul was kind enough to get that hooked up for me. And when we were there, I ran into Chris Mulkey from Twin Peaks, who knew me as a Boubet sister from the singing group that I'm in. Okay. And when he said, hey, you want to sing with me? I'm like, yep. And so the next <laughs> night, I went up on stage and sang with Chris Mulkey. And Bill Murray was three rows away from come me. Come on. Craziness. Dreams do come true. Even yeah. at that event, though, he come was on. elusive. He threw a great party. He, threw, but he danced never, with us, but he wouldn't chat with down. you or anything. Wow. Yeah. yeah. My one experience was a celebrity golf outing. He, I was like following him and Justin Timberlake were golfing together. And I'm following alongside, and he hit his ball out of bounds. So he kind of crosses the rope, and all of a sudden, he's right in front of me. Oh, wow. And, uh, it's I, like seeing Sasquatch. Seriously. Because yeah. you can't believe it's happening. You're like, this is happening right now. Right. Yeah. And, and if I you said pull out your phone, like, he'll uh, run away. So. Yeah. And I said something like, Bill, I'm, I work at Second City. My name is Chris. And he took this beat, and he looked at me, and he goes, Good. Have you seen my ball? <laughs> That's good to hear, though, because I didn't golf at this tournament because I think I'm horrible. But you know, if he put one over the in, over into the crowd, oh yeah, uh, you yeah, know, sure. the next year I'll golf. Yeah, because I heard by the third hole everyone's hammered anyway. Oh, just, <laughs> balls are just going into the lake, and I'll, yeah. I should say that Chris just posted uh, a video to to Facebook that you took of that of. Bill walking down the line and people were handing him stuff to sign and he would sign them and then throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> like where the people couldn't get them. He would sign them and just throw them. Yeah. Sign them and throw them. So he'd take so <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. I forgot I had that video I found yes. on my desktop and I'm like, oh, I got to share this. Yeah. It was interesting because at this golf event, people would come up to him and they he'd be smiling and dancing and having fun and then they'd pull their phone out and do a selfie but not even really talk to him. So in the picture is them looking psyched and him looking tired. Yeah. Because he would just stop smiling and be like, eh. He wasn't yeah, rude, but yeah. he wasn't excited about it because yeah. he wasn't. He didn't interact with the person. It was weird. I can only imagine. Now, I have to say, as a, as a comedy fan, and this yeah. is what drew you to Second City, uh, that the I, and I've heard part of this talking to you, that you actually got to work with Bob Odenkirk. You know, that you watched Mr. Show, as, as, I, as I think a lot of us did when we were in Chicago and, you know, improvisers and that sort of stuff. That that show was such a, a godsend of comedy. To, to just get a new Monty Python for your era was, was the thing. So to end up in, and we had John Barinholtz on, who wrote... One of my best friends, John One of Barinholtz. your best friends. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, the wrote the very last sketch of with Bob and David. He did the the four episode uh, show on uh, also on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, and the most 
lavishly produced parody of salesmen, basically that that documentary, right? Right. Except they are they're broken down salesmen <clears throat> selling Korans. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, and, and I kind of blew the, that's a couple minutes in punchline that you don't realize what they're selling at first. Right. But, uh, but yeah, he so got to. Great. So he, so just to yeah. clarify, he didn't write that sketch. He was in that sketch. Oh, he didn't John write sketch? was. He wrote the sketch, um, oh, which was, um, uh, good cop, uh, asshole cop, good cop, <laughs> bad cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, the cops start bickering or they, he said, what, what did he say about me? He called me an asshole, didn't he? <laughs> That's a great sketch. Yes, Especially John wrote that. Uh, anytime you wonder what, what, how angry Bob's going to be when he comes back into a room, <laughs> it's just it's so a great, great sketch to watch. He's the so best great. angry person. Yes. Yeah. So what was that like? I mean, oh they, there God. they are. So but, Bob so, and David. So I was so blinking. You'll miss me, but I get they give me like a good five seconds of screen time in the salesman sketch. Okay. Okay. And so I just kind of give a look, but I got to hang out with them on set all day, oh. and him and David, and it, so yeah, I grew up with it. Um, I mean, not grew up with it, but in college, I, I just. Well, I mean, you, know. you got to have your, you know, I mean, I had Monty Python, but then when eventually got to Second City, you know, we had Mr. Show was yes. like a current thing. That, yes. You know, like, this is what we're doing. And Bob, who was a Second City vet, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, who's now super famous for people who have never heard of Mr. Show, never will, and don't know what a Second City is, which is so funny. He's the most famous person. <laughs> That nobody ever knows his comedy background that watches uh, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Yeah, yes. which is fantastic. Crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Best show on television. <laughs> um, just two days ago, I think, HBO Now finally released Mr. Show on streaming. Oh, so you can HBO now, Go? Yes. So oh, you can now. Oh, game on! <laughs> as of two days ago, they it's all there. Weedonopolis, you're all invited. <laughs> it's a comedy geekery on the uh, side. Yeah. I think we know our overnighter for Saturday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just gather around the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Bob's wife is my manager. Naomi is his oh, wife, awesome. and yeah, she's yeah. my manager. And Bob and her have both kind of taken me under their wing. <sighs> That's and cool. he took me on tour with him when he he just released a book a couple of years ago yeah, yeah. called A Load of Hooey. And he took me on tour for the book release uh, show. It was that's really so cool. very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So how about Apatow, right? He produces a show that you're on. Oh, yeah. He wrote a book where he interviewed comedians. He'll come yeah. on your show, right? I, well, he's a maybe right now. All right. Ooh. He's a, I have a whole list right now of people who uh, can't do it currently, but w- are, you know circle back to to me. And that's Kevin Nealon, Jeff Garland, uh, Judd Apatow. Um, yeah. So uh, right now I'm waiting to find out if I get Eric Idle for uh, oh, for May. Man. Oh, nice. Yeah. Have you read yeah. Apatow's book? I've read uh, chapters of it. Yeah. Skipped around. Yeah. Yeah. So have I. I got to get that whole thing because it was pretty cool how we, I mean, he started when he was like 15 or something. Yeah. Just like talking to Jerry Seinfeld. Crazy. For no, Crazy. there's no reason he should have been. Yeah, he weaseled his way in. But nobody talking was to interested in Seinfeld at that time. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like nobody was interested in Seinfeld. And you really, time. you really can't say no to a 15 year old. Right. It's perfect. It's a win win. <laughs> right. 15 mm-hmm. year olds say no to me all the time. Okay, all creep. Right. Oh, sorry. Moving on. IAS security. <laughs> Once again, it, security. It, it, it inside funny, voice. Inside voice. It is funny. Sometimes <laughs> you ask people to be on the show, and I, I wanted Chris to come on for a while, and uh, it's funny. Like immediately, it was like, yeah, I'm on, but that's because you're asking people right now, and probably not getting responses and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, Chris, oh. you come on the show. Yes, I'll respond. <laughs> See, look, look how quickly that happens. Exactly. Cool. Let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, how did you get in the position where you are doing this show at UCB? Do you represent the theater? Do you have them? 
them as a little bit of a a, a, a bargaining chip when you're going to a Lorraine Newman or someone like that? Kind of, yeah. So, that helps. Uh, yeah, it does help. So uh, the my manager uh, knows the artistic director at UCB, and well, so she asked does. for... Who's got a manager? <laughs> <laughs> Look, so, some of the direction of the artistry is not as good as you might think. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, are you um, a UCB uh, performer as well? Not really. I okay. do one-off shows and stuff, and I mm-hmm. took their classes when I first moved here. But um, I'm not, uh, per se, like a UCB guy or whatever. Boy, they must make all the other UCB people <laughs> insane. Oh, yeah. You know and how what I'm talking about. Waltz on the oh, stage yeah. with Lorraine Newman. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, who's this guy? Uh-huh. He's not in the company or whatever. I don't even know if they have companies. I only know like how I.O. works. Or right. Then again, but Matt Besser might step on stage with people and might go, who's this who's guy? Who's this guy? And you're like, hey, 20-something. Uh, yeah, like he a huge started deal. this right. thing. Right. Back with Chardonnay. <laughs> so what, uh, did, did you get any interesting stories out of Lorraine Newman or? Bob well, what, what, what? Um, here's a current cool thing about Lorraine Newman. She has gone to Coachella for the last 11 years in a row. Oh, cool. <laughs> Lorraine Newman. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Never would have guessed. And she's a huge music fan. She keeps a music blog on her so website. You could run into her at Coachella. Well, we hey, were talking about that Desert Trip show that's coming up. Right. Um, there was, I think it's 199 bucks if you want to go to one day. I think it's 399 if you want to go for the weekend. It's 1600 if you want the special seats where you're not in general admission. Oh, the VIP. So if you're Lori Newman, I bet you she's going to Coachella, sitting in the best seats, getting the best view, and that's got to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Especially when Prince and McCartney and The Cure show up or whatever, that's got to be great. Wow. She went to the Guns N' Roses reunion then? If she just went? I think she did, yeah. Wow, jealous. There's a reason to be jealous of Lorraine Newman. Speaking of Lorraine Newman, I just saw her. If uh, you got the box set of Steve Martin's TV specials, Remember, uh, it's Steve I remember yeah, yeah. them. <clears throat> and he would do TV specials every year. And I just, they're all on Hulu, by the way. I just found out. Oh, cool. And oh, great. I, I just watched one. It was kind of an interesting special. They didn't completely succeed in everything, but it, because Aykroyd and Belushi left Saturday Night Live after their third year, I think, to go do 1941, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Gilda Radner and Lorraine Newman and Bill Murray had replaced, uh, it was only his fourth year that everybody. Left, but several years after that, Steve Martin was still doing TV specials, and there's a TV special where Lorraine Newman, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Bill Murray, and a bunch of people come back to play some old characters and stuff in one of the Steve Martin specials, which was just like a yearly event. And uh, so, anyway, look it up on Hulu. It's it's kind of cool because it's like. You, you see him come out as the Fest Drunk Brothers, the wild and crazy guys, but I immediately recognize because I'm a bit of a comedy geek that I'm like. People hadn't seen that on TV for about three or four years because they'd all been off Saturday Night Live, and Steve Martin may, may have even uh, been on the verge of stopping stand-up, you know, because he, he only did a few years of it. Wow. But anyway, it was pretty cool. It was, it, it was interesting. It was like the audience kind of went nuts because we haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, I bought know? that DVD And Lorraine Newman set. was in that sketch, too. I right. bought that DVD set. I have to yeah. watch everything because I immediately yeah. went through and watched the, the things I wanted to watch. Now I just got to watch everything. Yeah, it's just crazy that uh, they used to. That was just a thing they used to do. It, it, they would do hour-long comedy specials, and Steve Martin hosted a special every year. And he hosted the Tonight Show twenty times a right. year. Where are these tapes? I must right, see right, Steve right. Martin yeah. hosting the fifty or sixty times that he hosted wow. the Tonight Show that we've never seen. Crazy. Fly Dini was great when oh, he was the, the, best. Yep. the best. <laughs> the best. Talk show appearance Flydini. I so think I've ever seen. For anybody that don't doesn't know Flydini, we don't want to talk over anybody's head. He would pull down his zipper and, uh, and do a magic show. And, and do, do a magic, magic show, show pulling things out of his zipper. Yes. And it it builds. So it was builds on uh, builds. Carson. I think you can check yeah. it out on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So let's get back to uh Apatow, because uh, tell us about love. Uh so love is Could a, you tell us about love, Chris? <laughs> Chris I know it was coming. Tell me. What's I knew it was coming. What's love superpower? 
newest uh, comedy. That's called uh, a callback. I don't. I don't need to I tell you that. that. You're in comedy. Go ahead. <laughs> callback. What's his power? <laughs> <laughs> callback. What's his power? <laughs> Do you guys validate parking? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> you should have said callback. What's his power? Yeah. That yeah. would have been. The explainer. What? Okay, go ahead. I was, okay, I say row, row, row your yeah. boat, and then Bart said, never mind. We'll get, go ahead, Chris, echoes, yeah, it's, it's your turn. I thought that was Echo's par- power. That's right. Well, you're right. Yeah, I probably screwed that yeah. up. You were saying, Chris, New, love. Uh, Judd Apatow's newest uh, comedy just came out on uh, Netflix in February. All 10 episodes of the first season came out, and I'm on it and play the, the main guy's uh, best friend. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the pressure playing the best friend. It you is. Gotta, you got to bounce off a lot of things. You don't get to do as much. You don't get to fall in love as much. Not at all. You got to kind of got to bounce. Right. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> like, right? You got to do a lot of that? Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. See, you're um, see you're in the dumps, friend. Yeah. yeah. Are you the best friend that kind of has all the answers, that always acts reckless or is always talking them down? The main guy's kind of down in the dumps, and I'm kind of happy-go-lucky uh, trying to cheer him up. So you're like uh, Doogie's Vinny Del Pino. <laughs> Very similar. Okay. Yes. Okay. I got, in terms, I can understand. Very Thank similar, you. yeah. That's a great sketch because every there's every acting class possible in L.A., but nobody's teaching the class to be that best friend <laughs> who like, supports you and everything. There should be a workshop on how to act in front of a sofa. <laughs> Living room acting. <laughs> Sorry, I can only enter from the right. If you put the door over there, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> What other? Uh, I've seen some other stuff on your IMDb. What other TV shows have you been? Um, I uh, I had a little guest spot on uh, the Comeback, which was Lisa oh, yes. Kudrow's oh, yeah. big HBO oh, thing. Yeah, that's a great. That was a great show. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I played a, a douchey agent on that, and then uh, agent. Oh, sorry. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stay in your wheelhouse, you know. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what was that? I was on New Girl. I was on an episode of New Girl, but. But uh, yeah, that's about it as far as I've only lived in LA for two years. Actually, I was just going to say that's right. You recently, yeah, another reason to hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Got your own show. You've been on a ton of episodes. Got the movie guys bump heading your way. That's right. One day Bart will pursue the arts, and then we'll hear stories from him. (laughs) Yeah, and then at that point he might get out to see movies and even contribute to uh, talking about movies. Leave the house, make friends. It'll be crazy. Speaking of movies, anything can happen. uh, We ask this of everyone who comes on our show: What's your favorite movie of all time? Wow. Oh. That's a tough question. It is. Ah, it question is. is so tough. And I can't do top three. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah you can. As long I as can one do top three. But rank them as you go, but then reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three. Okay, so starting at three, I'm going Waiting for Guffman. Nice. Two, I'm going Annie Hall. And one, I'm going Animal House. Nice. All Animal House. That's a good wow. spread. That's a yeah. good spread. Yeah. What Spinal Tap would be up there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the first time you saw Animal House? I think I remember. I was with my dad, and and I remember it was on TV, and so they had all the bleeps or whatever, and yeah. and I remember him saying, "This is a classic. You gotta watch this." And then I've you know since seen it eighty times or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. I some... remember that coming out, and wow. like like the adults in my neighborhood went and saw this movie, and it was this big deal. It was that Belushi. They, it yeah, was like that this they guy saw this rated R movie, and we, right. all the kids knew they were gonna go see this raunchy movie. I couldn't go, but wow. I remember the Mad Magazine came out. And they spoofed it with Abominable House. 
Abominable? Abominable. 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 Now we're in Steve Martin. Abominable. Abominable. Abominable House. I was like, how can you spoof the animal? Snowman. Chris, I noticed there was a lack of Bill Murray represented in those movie choices. I know, I know. So Ghostbusters would be up there for me, too. That's the right answer. Bill Murray and Tom Cruise, absent from your list. I know. That's right. What I've never seen record? that though. Is that a good movie or no? Uh, Ra- yes. The Razor's okay, Edge. So Razor's Edge. He's pointing out over here, right, which was his first serious movie. All right, let me give you a little. Razor's that was Edge his history. Continental Divide. All right. So uh-huh. the deal is, the Razor's Edge me. is. Uh, <laughs> It's a book, and he helped uh, write it and make it into a movie. But he did that because he had done Ghostbusters, and that was such a huge success. And so, in order to get him to do Ghostbusters two, they said he could do this. That uh, was wow. it. Ghostbusters two. I thought it was. I thought it was Ghostbusters. II. Was that he would do it, but only if he got to do Somerset Mom's Razor's Edge. And the deal with this movie is, I wow. really, so I because believe of that we have Ghostbusters. Really, <laughs> that's really you should be thankful because this movie I just saw it at Christmas time. I'd not seen it in a while. Uh, I'd not seen it up until then, and I watched it. And it's really great but it's not a great movie it's yeah. a great idea of what maybe Bill Murray how he lives his life now the whole mm. idea that he does what he wants and he enjoys himself and he has his crazy 1-800 number and he doesn't play by regular rules because the idea is that you live your life in every moment so right now is the only thing you can control so you just live now and then that brings you to your next moment and if you can break your do- life down into that every moment you don't have to think about regrets or worry about the future wow isn't that crazy yeah it's really great it yeah. helps oh, if you're a big star it. millionaire and but, it yeah. helps if you don't have to worry about it spoken like a true bar guy but at the same time <laughs> why do we have to worry about those things they're going you're going to wake up the next day if you're still alive and you're going to breathe and you're going to eat something eventually if you get out of your own way you'll be fine wow it's all about trust which is what improvisation that's and acting right. comedy is that's all about right. and why he's genius at it. And tomorrow's a new day unless it's Groundhog Day. Exactly, oh! right? <laughs> Perfect. Also put. a great movie. Perfectly yeah. put. Yeah, but so check it out. Perfect. If you oh, love that kind of yeah, Zen yeah, stuff, I you're going to love it. Oh, great. The movie itself has some odd thing like reenacting war and stuff that's a little goofy. Okay. However, ignore all that and it's great. Wow. Have you seen Where yeah. the Buffalo Roam? Yes. Him playing Hunter S. It's Thompson. It's great. I love it. It's a crazy movie yeah. that like it's just, it just him in a room by himself talking to himself. That's part yeah. of it. But there's like there's like driving. He's yeah. like driving with a typewriter on the yeah. dashboard and like he's just doing all the Hunter S. Thompson. Like he's trying to enact like those those drawings they do of Hunter S. Thompson that crazy ink yeah. blot style or whatever. Like he's trying to imperso- uh, personify those things. Yeah. It, wow. It's a, that's a crazy movie. Like you see all the when you when you're growing up and you're watching comedy you're like oh you see your stripes you see your you know your right. whatever and then you go where the buffalo room that came out before stripes I've never seen that and it's just a, a whacked out movie oh Chris you're gonna love this okay so um at this uh, charity event there was a silent auction and so Paul and I were not able to bid on anything because the minimum bid was like a hundred and fifty dollars or something and then a hundred dollars to ship signed posters of all different kinds of things mm-hmm. and really cool memorabilia violations. oh my gosh the greatest <laughs> Which stuff. I'm a huge fan of. so they have these things beautifully framed and so Paul and I went into the caddy shack their, their restaurant and we looked at them and you could see where they have the paper and people could write down their bids so when we first went in people were just starting to bid on stuff and we had seen the moving violations poster and that was um, with his brother John had John been Murray, in that. Yeah. So it's it signed and stuff, and that was cool. But nobody had started bidding on it, and people had started bidding on some of the other things. So we came back in probably about 45 minutes, an hour later, and somebody did bid on his on that. It was Bill Murray. He built, <laughs> bid $350 for his brother's poster. Wow. And I just cool. think that's so classic. That's cool. Because he wasn't going to let it go on bid. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know if he ended up winning it, but he... Put that up to at least 350. It was wow, so cool. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Wow.
Moving violations. That was, uh, I mean, that was just one of those, like, you just, we, America finally invented the VCR that we can afford <laughs> as a family right. in Ohio, you know? And, and that's just what you, because you watched everything that was on video was watchable. Like, the, every, every movie that was ever put on VHS, you could watch those all in several weeks, you know? And, and, oh, that's uh, true. There yeah. weren't that many. There weren't that many, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, listen, I think it should be more Bill Murray as we go to Karen to bring things home with Karen's Birthdays, her weekly look at the birthdays of those who celebrate the movies. Take it away. All right, we're going to get things going with wishing a happy birthday to Christina Hendricks. Oh. Yes, who turns 41 but can play anywhere from curvaceous to buxom. Hubba hubba. Right? Super hottie, super hottie. You know what? I'm going to give her an extra hubba. You're Bart will provide you. the hubba hubbas. I meant to say at the top of the show. Three hubbas for her. <laughs> she uh, she was, of course, became very popular in Mad Men. But you know she's not a natural redhead? You probably know this, though, right, Bart? Uh, the curtains do not match the <laughs> no. uh, whatever. Right. Curtains Wait. match drapes always, drapes, but yeah. it's a uh, carpet, Cuffs, right? Carpet. 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 The curtains Cuffs. do match the drapes. Yeah, curtains and drapes are very similarly yeah. colored. Yeah. <laughs> but, Does the um, rug match the carpet, though? She is actually a natural blonde. Really? <laughs> yes, yeah. isn't that Ooh. crazy? I would like to see this. She uh, decided to start Dyeing her hair red at the age of ten before there was any carpet. Oh, well, uh, wow. now anyway. who's creeping who out? <laughs> anyway, she dyed her hair because of Anne of Green Gables. Oh, because of uh, Megan Follows. Oh, friend Our of the show. Guest from friend a few weeks ago. From a couple weeks ago. Crazy. Cra- hey, yes, speaking sir. Of, speaking of Megan Follows, Anne yes. of Green Gables, I have watched in this year one episode of New Girl. My roommate has watched all of them, but I came in uh-huh. and they decided to get really high and watch Anne of Green ah! Gables, and there's so many clips of Megan Follows in it. Or Megan Follows. Oh, uh, awesome. It was so funny. I was like, did I just walk in on this and she's on the TV? It was funny. And of course, that's not the Our only movie. Not the only movie guys connection, because also we had the great Joel Murray on, who also worked with uh, Christina Hendricks on Mad Men as well. It's true. Yes, and of course, Paul and I just watched last night One Crazy Summer. Oh, and oh Adam, I love that movie. You were right. That dog is amazing. I There's a dog so character much. who wears a cone and he's got all sorts of band aids <laughs> on his head. I mean, they're making a movie about a mutant it's so uh, funny. dolphin and Bobcat Goldthwait. And he gets in, in it, the. And and he just, got, at one point, Bobcat gets <sighs> into this Godzilla suit so and then somebody accidentally puts a cigar in the mouth, so now it's smoking. And then he runs into this town that's made out of like it's like a little model town for this development oh, yes yes and they do the oh. whole thing the godzilla thing stepping it's so up. amazing oh. and the asian so land much. developer is laughing at it he loves <laughs> it's the greatest party <laughs> and of course joel murray is the sidekick best friend right. in that movie well, there you and go. When, that's a quote wow. you did at the top of the show yes and i did a Which, quote from it what too. was it and he says Ak, Ak, i don't think you're ready for the uh Ak, Ak is the name of Ak, uh, uh of the girl. Wait. That's that's Booger. Booger, or, yeah. Booger is Aki. And Aki. I can't remember that. The, the line is at the beginning. Uh, but but uh, Joel but Murray yes. gets gets buried up Joel. to his head in the sand. And gets and gassed. Then, and then someone puts a, a lawn chair over his head and then just continues to fart. It's that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awesome. It was and Young fan- Demi Moore. fantastic and fantastic Young Demi Moore and some really 80s music. And John Cusack who's mm, good in everything. Yes. Go ahead. Name something John Cusack's not good in. Can't do it. All right, so now I do. Have, I'm glad that we have a Weedonopolis folks here still because on IMDb, they say about Christina Hendricks, as well as her more famously conventional awards like the Emmys and some SAG wins and that kind of thing, she also won a sci fi genre award for best special guest in a television show for her role as Saffron in Josh Whedon's Firefly. Now, her character in the television series Firefly never really gave her name, not her real name. The three aliases the character used were. 
Does anybody know? Oh, let's go Do third of the week. Oh, yeah. Three aliases of the character. That, that she was credited as an actress? I with? actually think she had more than three. Oh, okay. Ah. Chris thinks it may be more that, than three. I can name them all. Uh, well, they said one of them well, is Yolanda. Saf- yeah, Yolanda, Saffron. Saffron, right? Uh. Oh, there we go. They Here's... only gave three. They said the other one was Bridget. Uh, Do you remember Bridget? Yeah. All right. Like... Now, here's kind of the cool thing. They said they gave her a nickname yes. that was... I know this one. Yes, what is it? <laughs> Yosef Bridge. Yosef Bridge. Absolutely. Chris is right. <laughs> hey. I did the lightning round, Chris. Yes. Chris, is, Chris wins. He gets to go That's to Weedonopolis. And, <laughs> and um, so thank you very much for... It was so funny. I was putting these together, and I was like, oh, my God, it's all coming together in this weird I circle. I Murray. Which you were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's all it all comes back to Weedonopolis. And also, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Chris Mulkey. Uh, 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 who can play anywhere from an abusive boyfriend to a rock star. Do you have? Yes, we do. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> You're so awesome. I knew you'd know. So we know Chris Mulkey from Twin Peaks. Yeah. And also, he was on some uh, movies like First Blood. 48 was hours. Really? Yeah, isn't that cool? And who was he in Twin Peaks again? Did we, did we he, figure that out? He's he the, the truck driver. Jerk oh, that's right. Boyfriend that's right. Yes, of yes, Ma- yes. Machen Amick. And would mm-hmm. hit her and make me mad. And we got we got to do season of Twin Peaks within the next year. I mean, right. are yeah. we living in great times or what? <laughs> There's another the Captain time. America movie which they were never going to make one of to begin with, and now we got Twin Peaks. And there will be there was a cast of 217 listed on the internet, <laughs> yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah. Everybody's in Twin Peaks. Well, everybody That's wants because to be David in Lynch it. wants you to know how many people are in his Twin Peaks movie, and he wants you to learn how to make spaghetti. Karen, uh, I hear you like when celebrities sing. I do. King but first, let me t- I've got to give you this list of, because he was also in movies like Whiplash and Captain Phillips and The Purge. But wait, Bart, are you seated for this? Hold on. Now I am. Here's just a quick list of some of the television shows that he was in. Go ahead and read them off, Karen. MASH. Eight is Enough, Charlie's Angels, The Waltons, Chips, Private Benjamin, TJ Hooker, The Dukes of Hazzard, Remington Steele, Magnum P.I., The Twilight Zone, Matlock, Murder, She Wrote, Blossom, Walker, Texas Ranger, right, and Touched by an Angel. That's just some of them. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you just mention Chuck Norris? (laughs) <laughs> can I mention I went to a Chuck Norris double feature last night? Oh, Delta Force and Lone Wolf McQuaid. It might be the best time I've ever had in my life. <laughs> ever had in my life. And I got paid to watch Star Wars today. Uh, oh, wow. that's saying something. That's God bless the new Beverly. Hey, Bart, you know how much I love it when celebrities sing. This it. is This is true. Chris, I don't know. This probably happens to you all the time. People come up to you on the street uh, and they the say, time. hey, tell me two interesting things about that Karen Volpe. Right? All the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> I don't know what you tell them, but the first thing I tell them is, yeah, she's going to have her own opolis, but it is not going to be for charity. No, purely for profit. And uh, second of all, she loves when celebrities sing. I do love it, and it's so cool that you're here, Chris, and you were asking about uh, the singing thing, because it turns out that we have a little bit of Mr. Chris Mulkey singing, and not just Chris Mulkey singing, but Chris Mulkey singing with me to Mr. Bill Murray. Oh, fantastic. From, so that's from two the, celebrities singing, Karen. Two celebrities from the Murray Brothers Caddyshack when they had their charity wow. golf event and like a week and a half ago. Bill Murray's watching while this is happening. It was crazy. Oh, that's me. I'm a little loud. <laughs> That's Chris Mulkey on guitar, Yeah, he's right? playing guitar. And singing. And singing. This is 
is that the Caddyshack? Bring it home. And then wow. in the Facebook video, Karen takes her bow, and the camera pans over, and Bill Murray's hands go up in the air and start applauding. And he's and smiling. And so wow. Yeah. Now you can go see Chris Mulkey, yeah? Yes, and you can see Chris Mulkey on May 16th. He's going to be at um, the Rusk. Ruskin. Ruskin Theater in Santa Monica is going to be playing there with his band. And it's like $10. Come on over and check it out. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a great fun rock and rockabilly show. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And he brings out the old hollow body guitar. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and he plays harmonica. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Rockabilly. Yeah. What's his superpower? <laughs> that wraps another movie showcast, everybody. Together, we're the movie guys. Individually, we are. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys, Facebook and Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, iTunes, Instagram, Google Plus, if you do that. Uh, thank you once again to all of our new listeners on WRFA yeah. 107.9 in Jamestown, New York. Please yeah, come yeah. back every Monday night at 8 p.m. Thanks to Chris Matoski. Watch some love. Thanks for Watch having me. Love. you have social media yeah. to plug? I do. You can find me on Twitter. My name, at Chris Witoski, W-I-T-A-S-K-E. Mm. And then uh, Instagram, Whitow, W-I-T-O-W. But does your show have one? Uh, or is that... Oh, 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 yeah. It's called So You Do Comedy, and you can find it on Twitter. As well? So search yes, that. Okay, yes, cool. Yes. And that Sunset Theater is on... Uh, where is that located? Sunset. It's located right around uh, Sunset and Western. Sunset and Western. The oh, new yes. Upright Citizens Brigade That used theater. to be a dumpy corner. It's over by that oh, Home Depot, yeah. right? Still pretty dumpy. Food for less. Oh, for <laughs> less. <laughs> They've kind of built up that place <laughs> yeah. a little bit, though. Well, just by being there, right? Yeah, right, right, right. across yeah. the street, right? I would move in there if I were at a nice restaurant or something. you get all the sure. students to come in, like Sharkies or something, like the old by the old I.O. Uh, thanks Instead to Chris. They have a community school that's in a that's in a, an old grocery store, I think, right there. Well, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the oddest location. <laughs> thanks to Chris Cullen <laughs> and uh, uh, Melody McCune Yay. for coming by the show as well. Tell us about Weednopolis. Go see us there the 13th, 14th, and 15th of May oh, at the Airtel Plaza Hotel in Van Nuys. And thanks to Steve Scholes for his writing contributions to the show every week. And as ever, Dear we owe Steve everything Scholes. to Pat Peach. <laughs> and remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. Next week, uh, summer is officially here, so it's nothing but summer movies from here on out. So you'll see Julia Roberts, George Clooney, and other big names like Blumhouse. Uh, <laughs> they'll be hitting the screens next week, and we'll talk about them. We'll see you then. You mean a week from today, I will have seen Captain America Civil War? Yeah, two days from today, I will have seen it. I can't handle it. Now remember, kids, Rule 27 to a great podcast is nail the rehearsal. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do this again. 